Hi, this is editing Katie. Um, this is after I recorded the podcast and I was just typing up my little like synopsis and description of the episode and everything. And I realized in the episode, I'm going to say that this is like just a mom and her toxic traits or this is a mom, you know, that that's what the title of the episode is called. But then I realized like towards the end of the episode, I, I got to a point that I didn't initially mean to get to. And, um, one thing I realized is that I kept saying that these are like my toxic traits. They're my toxic traits, but they're not my toxic traits. This is who I am. And part of the reason why who I, this is the way I am is because of my ADHD. And because my brain works the way it does is because of the, like my brain works the way that it does due to my ADHD. And my brain is not toxic just because it works differently than somebody else's. Um, so I do just want to put that little disclaimer out. And like, I, I hope it doesn't offend anybody that I refer to these things as toxic traits when I was clearly working through something. Um, so I do just want to put out that little disclaimer that um, saying that these are toxic, toxic traits due to my ADHD, it's not to offend anybody and it's it's something that like I by the end of the episode like you'll hear it kind of click in my own brain um so that is just like my little disclaimer for this episode so I hope you um will still listen and enjoy hello humans Oh man. So <laughs> trying to do this podcast on an actual schedule is much more difficult than I thought it was. So um, I am going to try and be more consistent. It's just, I think between summer break and not knowing literally what day it is anymore, I am more of a hot mess than I normally am. Mm-hmm. That being said, um, Hi, welcome. Welcome to Just a Mom and Her Coffee. If you are new here, my name is Katie. And if you are not new here, my name is still Katie. I'm still a mom of three kids. They are seven, five, and one. And I am a 35-year-old stay-at-home mom trying to figure out who the hell she is, basically. Um... Yeah. So today's episode, I want to talk about, uh, first I was going to say it's like my hyperfixations. And then I was like, well, it's not just hyperfixations. It's like all my toxic traits, but they all kind of lead into the hyperfect, like they're all like related to a hyperfixation situation, but it's also like because of my ADHD, which leads to hyperfixation. So yeah, so it's uh, today's episode, I am calling it a mom and her toxic traits, when really also, it's a mom and her hyperfixations. So um, I just like, the more and more I kept thinking about it and everything, I really didn't have a plan going into this week's episode or last when I was originally going to record an episode last week, I didn't really have 
a plan because what happens is I get ideas during random points of the day, times, whatever, because I'm watching something or I see something. I'm like, oh, that would be a great idea to like talk about on my podcast. And oh, this would be such a cool thing. It's like a topic. Maybe I should like have a guest on it. And do I write them down? No. Why don't I write them down? Because I have 12 million other things going through my head. So I don't write things down. And then I forget these really great ideas. So I've, it's, for me, it's Wednesday night. It's 1130 almost at night. And I've literally been sitting here binge watching crap on YouTube trying to be like, all right, well, what would be a good topic for this week? And YouTube is one of my hyper fixations. I find a channel that like something interests me and I cannot stop watching it. Um, currently, it is Royalty Soaps. She, her name is Katie Carson. She's fantastic. Um, I've never bought her soaps. I just watch her on YouTube. I would like to buy some of her soaps, but like part of me is like, well, what am I going to use them for? Like we... I, I have kids. I can't keep a bar of soap in the bathroom because it's just gonna, I can't even keep a pump of soap in the bathroom. You know what they do? They play with it. They do science experiments with it. it it's not, it, it's just, I'm at a point in my life where I know I can't have nice things. Anyway, but um, she makes these beautiful, beautiful, handmade, hand-poured, cold-processed soaps. Um, she does themes every month and she makes like a couple of different bars each month. And I just really love watching it. Something about her personality is very soothing. I like to watch her to go to bed. Um, she just, I don't know, but that is like one of my current things. And, and it's a way that I procrastinate and like on my list, because I just wrote out a list of things to talk about tonight like it's my current hyperfixations, how I gaslight myself, making something my identity and buying things I need and want that I don't really need or want. Um, and my procrastination. So like, do you see how I mean? Like everything kind of just goes into, it all just flows or is that just my brain? And it only flows in my brain because my brain is not super flowy, but it's also just like I can make things make sense. It's just, I really hope y'all understand what I mean. So anyway, um, the first, so yeah, I've been, I'm sorry. I've probably just said, so yeah, like 28 times, but, um, my first thing I want to talk about my first toxic trait, which honestly, it's not toxic. It's not, I, I mean, it's toxic to me, but it's not like I'm toxic to other people because of this. Um, maybe my husband because that's money and like taking up room in our house, but whatever. So the first toxic trait I want to talk, toxic trait, damn. It's going to be a long podcast if I can't even say those words, right? Then I want to talk about is buying things I quote unquote need and or want. And then they just sit in the box for months and I never actually needed them or wanted them because they're sitting in the box 
for months. Um, case in point, I bought one of those O-Cedar spin mops uh, like three months ago. It's literally been sitting in my living room in the box. The only reason why I finally put it away today was because my five-year-old destroyed the box because he needed a boat. He was going to use the, the box as a boat, but he destroyed it in the meantime. So then he was still mad that he didn't have a boat. And now I had to deal with this mop that I was like, oh, I need this mop. This mop is going to make my life so much better because I saw it on TikTok. Um, and whatever. <laughs> Granted, it was through like an Amazon gift card I bought it with. But still, nonetheless, I mean, I hate mopping. So, whatever. Um, another thing that, like, I needed, apparently, was a Ninja Blender. I bought the Ninja Blender back in 2020. It is still sitting in the box, and I have never used it. Like, I think I bought it in, like, September of 2020. Did I just say that? I might have just said that. But, um, yeah. And every time, every month, I'm like, all right, this is going to be the month. I'm going to reintroduce protein shakes into my life. And I'm going to start using this again. And, and do I do it? No. And you know why? Because my counters aren't clean. Because you know why? I procrastinate. And that's the next thing on my list. But I'm not there yet. Um, same thing. I needed a toaster because I was tired of using the oven to make the kids their frozen waffles in the morning before school or like their toast in the morning. I don't have a regular, I didn't have a regular toaster. So I bought a regular toaster. Also still sitting in the box. It was sitting in the box that it came in from Amazon for so long. I forgot what it was. And when I opened it, I literally was like, when did I order a toaster? And I went back into my Amazon orders and I had a look at it. And I took it out of the box probably in January, February. And it is still sitting in the corner of my kitchen right next to that unused blender. So <laughs> this goes into, like, before when I said, like, everything kind of ties into the ADHD, this is me looking for that, like, dopamine and that serotonin, and I'm, I'm searching for something to make me a little bit happy, and then I hyperfixate on it, which is part of ADHD, where you hyperfixate on something, and that, that, itch in your brain that you get from this stuff does not go away until you have it. And then when you have it, you don't care about it. Or like, it's just like, oh, okay. You lose interest in it because you're now onto the next hyperfixation. Um, and part of, part of the big issue with that is that it creates a lot of um, financial panic for me. Because now I'm spending money that I didn't necessarily budget for. But I was like, oh, but I needed it. But I really didn't need it. And then I go to return it to Amazon. And now Amazon's return policy is completely different. Where, like, for whatever reason, I keep buying from places that I can't return it back at Kohl's or Whole Foods. And it takes, like, three and a half weeks for me to get my refund back. When it used to be within 48 hours, I had it back. Um... And apparently that's just because of my, the sellers that I buy from, they say, and then like my bank, I don't really know. Um, 
either that or they've put me on like a list because I constantly buy things and return them because I'm insane looking for this dopamine and serotonin and just trying to fill this feeling that I have that I need this thing or I want this thing and then I'm like oh no I don't and if I'm lucky enough to remember to return it and get my money back swing like well I just hit the microphone like that's great um even like with this podcast I said I wanted to do this over like at this point it's a year ago I bought the microphone a year ago and it was just sitting in my bedroom and it's like why do I do this? Why do I procrastinate? So procrastinating is is my next thing on my list. And I guess I'll get to that now because I am a terrible procrastinator even today. Today I was going to clean my bathroom and clean up in my kitchen and everything. And I got some stuff done. I got some stuff some, some Wow. Some stuff done. But instead I also had to catch up on TikToks that my one of my girlfriends sent me. And then I had to send other TikToks to other people because I was like, oh, now I'm in that scroll zone. Um, and then it's, oh, let me, let me hyper fixate on cleaning the things that don't necessarily need to, they didn't need to be like scrubbed down at that very moment but instead I hyper fixated that like I needed to clean this thing right away um which kind of which ties into the hyper fixation thing but like my my procrastination I have like these running lists of things I need to do things I want to do things I need to um take care of and Like ideas that I have, ideas of things that I want to create, things I want to do with my life, things I like, like business ideas I have of like, like maybe I could do this and maybe I could do that. And then I just get sidetracked by something else. So I put it off, I put it off. And then that goes into like my next thing of, um, I gaslight myself constantly. So like now I'm procrastinating constantly and then I'm gaslighting myself. Well, it's like, all right, well, you know what? If you can't even get this done, then you can't do jack shit. Like if you can't clean your house, how do you think you're going to like run a business? And now mind you, like I did have a home-based business for a couple of years. Like I was doing cookies and um, (sighs) – sorry – I was doing my my custom sugar cookies and I was really good at it and I enjoyed doing it. Um, But then when I got pregnant with the baby, it was really hard for me to keep up with everything and I was just like, I can't. And then after I was thinking about going back to doing it, the price of butter and everything, it was just too expensive and I I, I couldn't do it. So I'm still in the process of selling all of my shit from that. But um like I can do these things. I just have it in my brain. Like it ties into that rejection sensitivity dysphoria where I just, um, I, I need that constant approval from people. And I'm so afraid of people not liking me or liking my ideas or liking my work. And then I gaslight myself into telling me I'm not good enough. And I, I'm not created 
creative enough and what the hell am I doing? And then it goes, it's like the imposter syndrome and gaslighting and everything. And then that makes me procrastinate even more because now I'm just like feeling super down on myself. And it's like, well, if I can't do this, I'm just not going to bother. And then I mentally sit and sulk and nothing gets done. Um, I hope, sorry, I hope that that makes sense. Like, I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute, but this is just something that's been like weighing on me and I feel very passionate about it. And I don't know if it's just because like I need to get it off my chest or whatever, but like, uh, I, or because I need a soundboard and that's what I was always planning to use as podcast for is like as a soundboard. But I also want to make sure like other women know I know that there are other women like me. It was like, I've talked to them and I see them on TikTok and everything. And I want them to know they are not alone. And your brain is going like a mile a minute, the way that I'm speaking. And that is the constant, like this is constant in my head. This is constantly how my brain sounds. So it's like when you are looking at somebody, when you are looking at a woman especially somebody who is latent as like as an adult late in life diagnosed with ADHD and you're just like well you just have to have a system you just have to have a plan and blah, 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 blah. no that's not that's not how it works and that's just gonna make us feel more shitty about ourselves shittier about more shitty shittier it's gonna make ourselves make us feel worse about ourselves but also it's going to make us be really annoyed with you because you're dismissing our actual situation like you are dismissing our neurodivergencies and how our brains actually work my brain does not work in a plan it does not work in a system like even now I tried I tried writing out a list for this podcast and I'm going off on a tangent it's another one of my toxic traits all right just chalk it up to that um I constantly am trying to do all the things that people are like oh well it's not that bad just do it just do it no it's not right and and yes I know part of it is because like this is just my brain and this is how it's how I've always been and like one thing I've noticed is that like even just like this like the list of all the things that I wrote down this goes all the way back to my childhood, like the procrastinating and then uh, like procrastinating everything down to homework. I always, always did it like that. And then it's like, I just, um, I just don't, sorry, my phone is going off because like, I, I just got an email because I see, here we go. Because I forgot to update my Google credit card well like my my google information with my new card information to pay for my google storage and it's like oh hey like your payments declined because i didn't update my card because i got a new card because i had a fraud charge and yeah this is what happens procrastination um how was i even saying so yeah so i guess (laughs) my god Uh, You guys are probably like ping-ponging all around. So honestly, like the more you guys listen to me, I 
I just really appreciate it because you truly are being like a soundboard for me. But I also hope that like you are feeling seen in a way or like that you can relate to this because I feel like I'm not a scripted person. I am not somebody who can, who goes off of a script and I am not somebody, um, who has tact, I guess, for better lack of words. I am not somebody who is smooth. I am not anything cohesive in many ways. Um, but anyway, I, I I appreciate everybody who is listening to this still and and I hope that like this does something for you but like I gaslight myself into thinking that like I can't do something or I shouldn't do something and like I'm not even sure if gaslighting is the right word I, I feel like it is because it's like I I'm I because it's it's like I know that gaslighting is like trying to, like somebody trying to manipulate you. And I feel like I'm just trying to like manipulate myself and think like I'm not good enough when I know I am good enough. And it's like, uh, I'm like, the yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry. It's just, I have a lot in my brain going on. Um, and, and I'm just really trying to figure out who, like, even before, like, I said to myself, like, um, it's, like, ugh, words, words are hard, guys, words are hard, anyway, I am gaslighting myself into thinking that, like, I can't do something when I know that I can, and I think that, um, it's, like, um, you hear all those things of like, you know, the only thing that's stopping you is you. And like, I hate that kind of shit because it's like that toxic positivity or whatever. But in this case, it is true because it's like the only thing that is stopping me is me because I constantly have to argue with myself of like, I, I have to like really be like, no, you can do this. And then that other part of me is like, yeah, are you sure? Like, do you really think you can? Like, maybe you should rethink that. And there's just so many ideas that I have in my brain that I want to like make come to fruition. But then part of me is like, well, what is that just another hyperfixation? And then that's that gaslighting again. So it's it's so cyclical and it's so hard. And it's like, again, I know that this is part of like working with the ADHD diagnosis and trying to find the right meds and everything like that while also managing my anxiety and my depression and my postpartum depression and my postpartum anxiety because it's still that because, you know, they don't tell you that postpartum stuff really can just follow you for two to five years, depending on how back to back to back your pregnancies have been. And, and then all of that on top of managing the grief of losing my best friend. So, and I think that's part of why I hyperfixate on things because it's like an escape from reality where it's like, oh, I'm just going to put every single thought into this one thing or like this group of things, this idea. 
to distract me. So like I have many different hyperfixations. Like I have food hyperfixations, which are also known as like safe foods. Um, like TV shows that I know are safe shows for me to watch where it's like, I, I can watch them and rewatch them and rewatch them. And I know what happens. I know what to expect. I'm never bored by them. Um, sorry, yawning again, because now it's like almost midnight, but, um, it's, and, and it is a way for me to be like, it's like an escapism and then I get obsessive about it. And that's when it becomes a problem because it's like I hyperfixate on all these things. When it's like I was doing my cookie business, I would hyperfixate on trying to learn new things and how new techniques and new ideas and new designs and how can I, where's my niche and like niche, niche, which, whichever one it is. Like where's like my, what is my specialty? What is going to make me stand out? And then it would go back into that whole, like, well, am I really ever going to stand out because I'm going to gaslight myself and then go into the RSD thing. And then it's just, maybe this episode really should have been called like a mom and her ADHD rants. I don't even know. But um, I hyperfixate on so many little things. Sometimes like today, I literally hyperfixated on scrubbing a rust stain out of an old candle jar because I want to be able to reuse that candle jar for something. I did not get the get the the rust stain out. So now it's just I'm going to I'm going to work on it. But I hyperfixated on that for no reason in particular. Um I I hyperfixate on like certain little things sometimes and and when you have ADHD, you do typically have like OCD tendencies, according to, you know, my therapist and everything. Um, and like OCD tendencies don't always present as obsessive cleaning. And, and I have to flick my light switch 800 times or, you know, that bus is going to crash. It's not you know, I don't have that type of OCD, but I do have this OCD tendency. I do have OCD tendencies where, um, it's a, my phone is just like buzzing off the chain. What the hell? Um, oh, it's one of my friends sending me a bunch of TikToks. We call it our friendship homework. <laughs> and, but like, let me just turn my phone from buzzy to not buzzy just so it stops distracting me. Um, but it's like when, when you have ADHD and you have these, um, so, so many neurodivergencies overlap and I, like, that's something they don't talk about and everything. But, um, when you have, when you have these neurodivergencies, so many of them are like overlapping and everything. So it's like, I will hyper fixate on certain things. Um, and 
and then like that cause uh, everything just like leads into one another so like i don't want to like give any sort of diagnoses or or my take on what my therapist has said or anything like that because it's like it, i i know everybody who is neurodivergent has different um what's what's the word I'm looking for like it it presents in different ways for different people so it's like like my ADHD is not necessarily going to look the same in somebody else's ADHD like my hyper focus is not going to be the same hyper focus tendencies that other people have um but one of the things with ADHD and like this overlap of OCD, it's like the skin picking, which I, my nails are atrocious. And, but then I hyper fixate on that. And then that increases the anxiety, which kicks off the ADHD. And then like, it's just all cyclical. And this has nothing to do with what I was originally talking about. Well, I guess it kind of does because it's the hyper fixation. Um, but <sighs> I have to like take a breath. I'm, <laughs> I'm working myself up so much. Um, but yeah, so like I have these hyper fixations and then that turns into me making something my identity, which is like this next thing that I wanted to talk about. And I think it's the last thing on my list. I had them all numbered and then I just went off the hinges. Um, <laughs> I throw myself into new ideas, new roles, new things completely. Um, and I make it my identity. You know, when I was doing my cookie business, I, I, all of my shirts were related to cookie, my cookie business. It was like the cookie lady t-shirts. It was, um, you know, like baking shirts. I have like a hat that says bake in like the Barbie font. Um, and I just, I was like, oh, my cookie, my cookie cutters and this, that. Like, I just tried to make myself so um, all about it. Like, I, I, and I did, I made it my identity. Even when I first became a mom, I, I, even now, my me being a mom, that is my identity. And it is the best identity I'm ever going to have. But at the same time, I have to remind myself I'm still Katie and I was always Katie first. And that's a really hard thing where I think in general, moms struggle. Um, and, and maybe maybe dads struggle too. I can't speak to that because I'm not a dad, but I know I've spoken to a lot of moms where like being a mom takes over everything. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but we have to remember that we were still somebody before we were mommy or mom or apparently now bruh because my seven-year-old calls me that sometimes too. Um, I, I, I have this tendency of making something my identity and then when I don't have that anymore or like I, I like I lose a, a, like who I am and um, and then that makes me want to fixate on this next thing and, and something new and different. And I keep feeling like I keep saying like, and, um, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um I, there are times where I feel like I don't know who I am. 
outside of my, like what I have made my identity. And I, I keep thinking like, okay, I really want to do this and I really want to do that. And, and I, I want to have so many different, I have so many different ideas, but then I'm like, am I going to make this my, my whole identity again? And then when I decide not to do it, I, or like I decide, okay, maybe this is not for me. I feel like I look like a flake. Um, so then that goes back to the RSD and it's so hard when you're trying to work out your neurodivergencies and your, um, your mental health and also trying to figure out, refigure out who you are. Um, when you are ever evolving and when you are also taking care of tiny humans that depend on you for everything. Um, and I just, I feel like maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself, but then the other part of me is constantly like, well, if you're not going to be hard on you. Who's going to be hard on you? Because like when other people have like suggestions, it's like, oh, well, you just need a plan. You need to have a system. No, dude. No, that does not work for me. A system like that does not work for me. And like, I see other moms sometimes they're like, oh, well, I have a schedule and you know, we do nap time at this time, this time, this time. I'm not like that. That's not who I am. I'm constantly like, I'm flexible, I'm easy, whatever. Really, when it comes down to it is I can't have as much as I would love to have that routine, I physically, mentally cannot get myself there. And because of that, like, and that's all because of my ADHD. But it's okay, because we're working on it. But at the same time, like, I know a routine would super help me but I'm not going to stick with it. And I know that. And, but that's also like, am I gaslighting myself? Like maybe I actually can break through this and do it, but then am I going to make it my whole identity? So like, do you, do you see how it's a cycle? Do you, do, do you, do you see any of this in you? Do you see any of this in somebody you love and care about? And now maybe you're going to rethink about how you approach things with them. Um, like saying to somebody who has neurodivergencies, well, you just need to do X, Y, Z. It's not going to make us change. Like telling somebody who has ADHD, well, get a planner. No, because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to hyperfixate on that planner because I've done it before. I've done it before. I had all of the things. I bought all of the things to make my happy planner me. Uh, like my, it, well, it, that's what it was, the happy planner. And I bought the different discs and I bought the different um, additions that you can add into like, you know, like a meal planning addition and, and I, I, I did everything. And you know what I did? I ended up selling everything because you know why I am not a planner person. I'm not a planner person. In fact, the thing that I wrote my episode notes on is the back page of a planner I bought from Walmart. It was on clearance for like $4. And that's the only reason why I bought it. And it's undated. So I feel less guilty about it. I filled out the months and everything until I think December, maybe. Did I do until December? I don't even know. Um, but... 
I, I, did I even get that far? Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I actually did. I don't know where my months are. Hold on. I'm literally looking at this. Like, I'm flipping through it as as I'm talking. August, September, October. Okay, so I did the months. November, December. Yes, so I did the months because it's a separate page. It's separate sections for, like, the monthly calendar, and then it goes into the weekly planner. Like, the, it's not dated. So, like, I have to date it. And, and sometimes that works a little bit better for me. But I... Um, I'm writing on the back of that in the little dot grid that it has. And it looks like chicken scratch. And normally I have very nice handwriting, but I need to get everything out um, as like a thought process before I lost it. Because that's how scatterbrained I've been lately. You know, so um, I, I hope you enjoyed my planner rant. But tangent, really. But that's what happens. Like you can't just tell somebody who's who has ADHD or um, any sort of neurodivergencies. And like if you're neurotypical, I I I don't know if somebody who is neurotypical is ever going to fully understand it. And um sometimes like we're not great at explaining everything because then our neurodivergencies take over and we are, we end up apologizing for things. And then that goes back into the gaslighting situation. So it's like, I, when you are neurotypical and you look at somebody who is neurodivergent, I want you to think to yourself before you say to them, well, just get a system or just try harder or just do it this way. Would you tell somebody who is like an amputee, well, just do it, just try harder as they're trying to adjust to living their life with only one arm or leg. And, and I know that that's a drastic situation, but I, I'm so over people not understanding that neurodivergencies are a real thing and it is a real disability. And it is, for some of us, it is so debilitating that we can't function on some days. And there, there are times where it is just like, we are so overwhelmed and it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs and it and I can't and again like I'm, I'm really speaking for women with ADHD in particular like we have learned so much in the last like year and a half two years about women and ADHD and how differently it presents than in men or boys and that is why so many women don't get diagnosed with ADHD and why we get diagnosed with other things. Um, you just, uh, telling us how to do something is not going to work for us. Telling us we'll just do it this way is not going to work for us. Um, trust me, we're doing that on our own and then we're gaslighting ourselves into this. But like 
other people telling us, we'll just have a system, just keep up with it, just do this instead, that is just going to feed into like our RSD and um, just make it even harder for us. So next time you're seeing your friend or a family member or your spouse or whoever struggling with like managing certain things and you know that they have ADHD or, or they suspect that they have ADHD, don't dismiss them. Don't don't push aside their diagnosis because you're not going to push aside somebody's diagnosis when it comes to like diabetes or um, like needing something with their heart or whatever. Just because it's not something that you can see physically does not mean that it's not affecting us physically. Because when I tell you there are some times where like I cannot and I think you can hear it in certain podcasts when I go on and on and on, like particularly tonight, I am struggling hard with my with my brain tonight in terms of my thoughts and um, the, the racing brain situation and, um, and, and like regulating myself in terms like to be able to speak a a coherent thought. Um, I, I do just, I don't even, I, the train left the station without me, but, um, I just, I, anybody who's neurotypical, who is, who is listening, I just need you to like take a step back and not look at somebody. And, and like, I know I call myself a hot mess and I am a hot mess for many, many, many reasons. And I have always been a hot mess for many, many, many reasons. And, and they all do kind of funnel back into this ADHD diagnosis that I've only recently gotten as an adult. Um, so now I have to relearn how to function. And I think that's an important thing for other people to realize that like when you, when you have some sort of neurodivergency or, or a mental health situation, you are, excuse me, we have conditioned ourselves in how to function. We have masked our entire lives. We have, you know, learned just to deal with our anxiety. We have learned to just um, figure out how to manage our anxiety in different ways. We've learned to manage our depression in different ways. So like, so sometimes it is not visible to you and we are just constantly masking. So now that I am 35 years old and I have gotten this diagnosis that just kind of like blew my whole life up and out of the water and just really made me realize just how just how much I wish I had this diagnosis when I was younger because maybe I I wouldn't have to relearn now at 35 years old while I'm trying to learn how to be a mom how to relearn that like that's a lot of relearning I'm learning how to be a mom while I'm also re learning how to be a functional human and that is hard as fuck so um i 
am so sorry. You know what? Actually, I'm not sorry. This whole episode, I know, was just a lot of rambling and me yawning and it's it's a ping pong ball all over the place, but I hope that it makes sense. I hope that something makes sense or and I hope maybe, you know what, even if it doesn't really make sense to you, I hope it makes sense to somebody enough that they relate to it to understand that they're not alone, that, the, that, that their brain constantly running is not just them because like I only recently learned that like people don't have a constant narration in their head of like all the things they would say or want to say or finishing other people's sentences or anything like that. Like if I am not running a list in my head, it's like 90s song lyrics in my brain. Like my brain just does not shut down or shut up. And, and if it's not the 90s song lyrics, it is figuring out how to win an argument that hasn't happened yet or that will never happen because it's completely irrelevant. Or I am replaying a scenario from 15 years ago and all the things I would have said differently because I am obsessively thinking about that one time something happened and I now all these years later I have now come up with the perfect comeback. So like I kind of hope that like my rambling of the like my my I just hope that this reaches the right people my people who can understand what all of this is like to have these hyperfixations to constantly be gaslighting yourself um to to the procrastination and to be searching for dopamine and serotonin in all these different ways and 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 one of those ways being making something your entire identity and um i just really hope that this lands the right way <laughs> um i hope it lands the right way with the people that it needs to land the right way with so uh Thank you for joining me again, just mom and her coffee. Um, I appreciate all of the listens so far. I am almost up to 100. They, they call it like downloads or whatever, but like I'm almost up to 100 downloads, which means, you know, 100 listens basically across all of the platforms. So like that's, that's something for me. That's like an accomplishment just because like I – have no real following and it's really just me rambling and everything but like I just really appreciate everything um and every time I get like a little subscribe notice and everything I get a little like woohoo in my brain like yay you like me you really like me a little Sally Field moment there um so thank you for joining again and I promise I will work on my consistency of this. Um, it's August already, and I don't know how it's already August. But hopefully once we get back into the swing of school and everything, I can get my shit together because I'm going to tell you right now, it's been really hard having all three kids home this summer. Um, I feel like we've done a lot, and I feel like we've done nothing at all. And um, it's been a very weird, fast I feel like June and July lasted like a blink of an eye. And um, yeah, well, 
Um, I hope you have a great day, night, weekend, whatever, whenever it is that you're listening to this. And um, I hope you have a nice cup of whatever makes you happy. All right. Take care.